Live from New York, it's unfortunately us. I just don't want to feel its lifeless body in my hands. Everybody, welcome to the 54 Podcast. Chase is trying to get rid of a dead bird. I don't want to pick it up and have there be like maggots and shit. I'm not ready. This is fantastic. No, I can do all that. I just don't want to feel it. You know? This is like we're doing like a team effort here. Team effort to get rid of a dead bird. Oh, it's got a stain. It left a stain. It left a stain. What kind of stain? Like a blood stain? Yeah, no, they're maggots. Uh, I lied to you. Oh, well, maggots. Damn, that was fucking quick. Well, um, apparently it's been here since Sunday. Oh, what a! <laughs> so it'll do that since Sunday. It Why haven't you picked happen. it up, dude? It's what? Wednesday. <laughs> you didn't pick it up. <laughs> okay, f- well he's gone now. Yeah. So. Oh, and there's a dead cockroach in there. Great. How do you know it's dead? Hey Jacob, did you throw that cockroach in the in the trash? You don't have to throw cro- cockroaches in the trash; they just go in there. Well, I'm Jacob. We stopped our rinsing it down. We're we're streaming officially, by the way, Chase. I'm just letting you know. Okay, that's great. So stay I like this podcast episode because it's really unofficial. This one, this shouldn't even be a fucking podcast episode, but it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome today. Today we are sponsored by Ironhead Studios. Not really, but they gave me a really cool mask and I thought I should plug them. Everybody, Ironhead Studios. <laughs> I think Jacob should start a YouTube channel where he's just rinsing stuff off of a patio. Because I'm watching him do it right now. Like, that's the whole channel. It's just him watching things. Have you ever seen that, that channel where the guy's like, <laughs> where the guy, like, does salvia and, uh, yeah. and he tries to do stuff? Yeah, yeah. That was on the, the Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if you watched that episode. But, yeah. holy. Dude, it's. You should do an episode. You should do something like that. Or Jacob should do something like that. Like, washing, <laughs> washing your patio while high on salvia. No, I'm saying, look, I'm watching Jacob wash the patio right now. Yeah. I'm going to talk to him about it. (laughs) You should start a YouTube channel where you're only washing the patio. (laughs) What? Because it looks so satisfying. Like, you looked really (laughs) intent on it, and you had, like, the right form and everything. It was good. That's all. It's fantastic. Oh, dude. Oh, is that shut all the way? For anybody who doesn't know, by the way, on the podcast, we have... Uh, one of our friends, Jacob, on the podcast today. Although he's busy cleaning the patio, it's his next. It's his next big career move. We've been we've been streaming for a, a little bit now, right? Uh, we've been because live for three minutes and twenty seconds, but we've been recording for eleven minutes and forty seconds. Okay, you're probably gonna have to like include the recording thing because my phone is slowly ticking to death. Well, we only have three minutes of real live coverage, so this isn't a podcast. We're going to do it. This is going to be the best podcast ever. Is it? Yeah. Fantastic. 
because we're geniuses and we can make it work. Did you hear about what's going on? With what? With the, the thing. With what? Yeah, what do you mean with what's going on? With what? With the thing. The stuff, you know? You know, you know the thing. The thing. The stuff. No, that is the with most... The you are the most undescriptive person. <laughs> I... No, I actually want to talk about the Aunt Jemima thing. Yeah, but also on like a personal note, like I drove here today, I moved in. Like there's so much going on in each individual person's life. So what are you talking about? I said, why don't we talk about the Aunt Jemima thing? I don't know if you heard of that about that, but the Aunt Jemima thing. Oh, because I bet you it's a black lady on the thing. They're play. They're changing the name and they're changing the mascot. So. Wait, wait. Who has? Okay. Who has a legitimate problem with that? I don't know. Changing it to wait. Changing it to what? A white person? They haven't announced what it's supposed to be. Because if it's a white person, isn't that bad? I don't think. I think what they're trying to like. I don't think they're going to change it to another race. I think what they're trying to do is like they don't want Aunt Jemima to be like a caricature. So I guess they're going to make her like some black lawyers or something. I'm not entirely sure what they're trying to do. (laughs) I didn't think I could see her being like a black judge and like (laughs) she's like smacking the hammer on the like. Whatever it's called, I thought, okay. Look, I like. I didn't think there was that. Obviously, I'm white, but I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I I don't know. I I don't think so either. But then again, the company was started by like white people that wanted a caricature of a black person. That's the issue with it. What? It was racist against other groups because it was. No, it was created by every every mascot should just be a gray square for everything. The Greendale human. Yeah, Tony the Tiger, gray square. Okay. You just imagine whatever you imagine. The Frito Bandit. Oh, dude, it's not just Aunt Jemima. Uncle Uncle Ben Rice and Mrs. Butterworths. What? What, Joseph? I just pulled it up, and it's this article that just came out says that Uncle Ben's and Mrs. Butterworth's follow Aunt Jemima phasing out racial stereotypes and logos. So wait, Miss Butterworth isn't going to be an old white lady anymore? I, 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 what? But see, she's a character, too. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know who Uncle Ben is, so I can't. That's Uncle Ben's rice, you know, the... He's an older dude. He's got like white hair. Are they gonna change Bush from Bush's baked beans? No, because he's a white guy. No, he's a black guy. Bush? So Bush it says Bush here earlier on black? Wednesday, Quaker Oats announced. Yo. He's black, right? I don't even know. Is there a face on Bush? <laughs> It says here, earlier on Wednesday, Quaker Oats announced it's retiring the 130-year-old Aunt Jemima brand and logo. As we work to make, they, they said, quote, as we work to make progress towards racial equality through several inev- initiatives, we must also take a hard look at our portfolio of brands and ensure they reflect our values and make our concerns. Okay. racial equality be like, you know, more black like like characters and stuff like that. Like, what yeah, you, that, you, wouldn't that be racial equality? Like using blacks just as much as whites, and then 
I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know the story behind Aunt Jemima. Maybe there's some racial. Yeah, I don't know either. That's why I can't really like. I'm not commenting on it entirely. Okay, so every time I talked to a black person about <laughs> racial inequality, their first issue was never like, "Damn, we got to change Aunt Jemima." <laughs> <laughs> no, Aunt Jemima is not like a pressing issue. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was a big deal. I mean, like. You know, I think everybody's just trying to avoid being shut down. It's like, Yo, yeah, did someone prompt them to do this? What was I bet there, they're just taking preemptive measures. I don't know if they were being pushed to do it. Are they trying to hop in front of the wave? <laughs> I, I'm not entirely sure because I don't. I don't really no, know no, what. No, I actually agree with it now, just for that, because everyone's like, "What the fuck now?" But like, no, a couple of years yeah. from now, when fucking. Damn, remember when Aunt Jemima was a racist icon? That's what people are going to say. <laughs> it's like, it's, because, like, I don't, I don't really know, because, I mean, if you look at some of, like, the older artwork and whatnot from the origin of the company, yeah, like, it's clearly a fuck, it's clearly racist, like, the, the adverts and whatnot. But those are, like, from the early 1900s. So, yeah, exactly, but, I mean, I don't know... If people are mad because the character's still rooted to that, um, or I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. Huh. I'm trying to yeah, find that not, the reason. They're here. not great. Mm -hmm. These early pictures of her are not great. <laughs> all it says on Wikipedia is discontinuation. Discon okay, but like, but like, look at any bottle of something with a black person in it from that time. I bet they look like that. I bet that's more of an artwork. Yeah, but that was that was pretty racist. You don't think? No, obvious. Well, let me see it again. Lossy folk show chair. This, that's pretty not great. Look at <laughs> a picture of Aunt Jemima in her early ads. Okay, Joseph, okay. and they're pretty not great. Yeah, they're pretty fucking um, racist. <laughs> but I thought she was fine now. She's just a happy. I know they've mod they like, like changed her to be like more, you know, I don't just, just an actual it's person, you know. But Aunt Jemima, who makes good pancakes? She brings me joy. That face doesn't make me want to like hate on African American people. It makes me want to eat. <laughs> Pancakes. Yeah, they nailed that shit. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see here. Like the only thing on Wikipedia that I can see is there's like a little section here that says idealization of plantation life, and it just says one interpretation is that Aunt Jemima embodied an early 12th century uh, idealized. Uh, uh, I saw something else domestic. the other day. I was, I was talking about that. Like like a movie had to. Was was banned from HBO because it. Oh, uh, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind was taken yeah, off HBO. Yeah, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, very famous movie. It was banned from HBO. That I that banned. I think is fucking yeah. dumb. If I'm going to be honest with you. Because they, they, they said that well yeah but they're like saying that it made plantation life seem better than it was. Yeah yeah well I I and I completely get that point like the movie definitely has some racist depictions you know not just don't like. Watch it, then don't watch it if it offends you. That's like. That's but my, but my my point is like I get that it has racist depictions but they're also products of their time. Not justifying yeah, it, but like, like a movie should reflect movie, whatever it was made. You know, me and my stepdad have been watching the uh, the, the James Bond movies in order because they put uh, the last one, uh, 
forgot what it was called. Last Spectre. Year. I think it's just called yeah, Spectre. Yeah, just um, they they put it off, so we started watching the original ones like from the beginning, and we're watching them all the way through. And it's hilarious to watch like the old movies with the shit he says. Yeah, James Bond is a like super that. misogynist. <laughs> yes. I love it because like back then it was just like it was cool. Hilarious. He's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. yeah women, they don't have brains. Right. I don't see how right. people can't get that. Like, like me and my stepdad, who was alive when like that shit was made. The views of Jacob do not reflect the views of everyone else on this podcast. It's it's just like you go back like again i'm not trying to say that the shit that people thought in like the in like the 50s and 60s or even going back was right i'm not saying it was but it's fucking funny in retrospect it is like if you look at it you go back and you're like how the fuck was this acceptable you know um but like gone with the wind was made in the 30s uh i didn't even know it was that old i thought it was like from the 60s no it's 70s. from the 30s it's I an old fucking movie like, and it's like and it takes like, I mean, place like, during they made us read to kill a mockingbird in high school and to kill a mockingbird's great actually it's it's not even uh it's in my opinion i don't even think it's a racist book it's a story about i remember when give it a few years i remember when my fucking sophomore year teacher or maybe it was junior year made me stand up in class and read the n-word oh dear god yeah i felt shitty too i had to read that out too at one point i remember that i'm just i'm not saying that was like you know like i mean i was reading that'd be like saying to get rid of the book they literally made us read that Well, the thing is to kill a mockingbird is not a book about like it's not racist it's a book about the the inequalities of racism yeah. the whole, well, the whole exactly. book is about a black man being wrongly convicted yeah yeah because like uh tom robinson that's the character's name right he was wrongly convicted of yeah. raping a girl like it's obviously it's talking about how racism is so prevalent in the south and how it pisses atticus off as well like it's yeah but i i still haven't seen anybody like you know give that book shit although i I'm i know but like to think that we're it's okay to make 16-year-old kids read that in school, but people can't watch Gone with the Wind. Like, right. the level of, of retribution they've I think, seen. I oh. think what people are feeling is that those movies are insensitive to today's crowd, but, you know, they're not, they, they weren't intended be, for today's crowd, to be and, fair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody yeah. should be intelligent enough to understand that that was the ideology of 1930s. And I think that's also, mm-hmm. that's more important than making kids read mm-hmm. books about how bad it was. Show them something that actually came out. I think, I think the problem with as well is that people think... they really understand for themselves how bad it was. Because when I, no one had to teach me to not think that James Bond's sexist remarks were bad. Like, yeah, I no, I think we, we automatically like, understood that it wasn't right to like, say. He just randomly grabs women and kisses them in bizarre situations, like no warning, no... Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah he's a piece it. of shit. Like, <laughs> he's not, he's they're not a great guy. They're making the new James Bond, they're making the new James Bond the black one. That's double, it seems like... What do you? Wait, what'd you say? They're making the new. No, she's taking his thing. No, no, she's no, she's playing 007 in the movie, but she's not gonna take over the role. She's not playing like James Bond. She's just basically the in the movie James Bond gets like fired from the MI6 or yeah, whatever, yeah. and then she they give his, and she, she takes, takes his, his code name. His bad number, yeah, and yeah. he's got a kid. It's not right. 
It's not right. Well, you haven't you seen the it? fucking movie no, yet. But, but, <laughs> but I heard he has a kid, and 007 is a, is a black lady. I saw the commercials before. It's fine. Here's why I watched She's not the James. permanent replacement, though, Chase. Because he's a misogynistic asshole mm-hmm. who makes out with random women. Okay? Yeah. I I don't agree with his methods. I think he's I think he's a piece of shit about <laughs> it, but I love watching him do that and solve crime. Yeah. Yeah, don't take fair, my he, things. Away. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> to be fair, he doesn't really you solve crime. He just England blows shit up. Itself is the most like pretentious, evil country on the face of the earth. I think. That's a bold statement. Damn, that's yeah, that's a that's a bold statement right there, dude. You listening, Queen Elizabeth II? <laughs> Probably not. Um, oh. No, nah, dude. I'm just saying. Look, I love England. Don't set people out to kill me. I was but, allowed to say, like, yeah. like what's the, what's the... I but love England. I love tea. Don't, don't, you cannot deny that you guys have done some seedy shit in the past. And you guys can be a little pretentious. And James Bond embodies that. Don't yeah. take a, don't ruin the English spirit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, but I don't know, man. I, I I don't. It doesn't bother me that uh, the 007, you know, the code name is in the movie is being taken by a woman because it's not. It's temporary. Yeah. It's just like a. It's just a plot for yeah, a movie. Yeah, I thought I thought she was gonna be like James Anita Bond or no, something. no, 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 no. She's not playing like James Bond is gonna be in the same movie as this character, so it's not. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I can yeah. live with that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with that. So, like, they're going to flirt and shit. Like, James Bond's going to fuck 007, which brings up a whole bunch of questions on legalities. But, you know. I bet they're already (laughs) making porn. I know what I'm watching. James Bond fucks 007. You're like, what the fuck? James. (laughs) That's going to be my Pornhub search history for the next, like, three weeks. (laughs) Dude, this is also, like, Daniel Craig's last James Bond, by the way. Which, well, I think it's the last James Bond in general, isn't it? Is no, no, it's the last one for Daniel Craig. And then they're going to get another actor, you know, like they usually do. See, I thought they were getting her to be... No, no, no. She's yeah. just a plot for this movie. Like, I I um, think they, they might no, phase... You don't think they're going to keep her on? Do they, they may, maybe they might give James Bond another designation, but I highly doubt like, that they do that. Think about the huge like commitment that James Bond is. It's like a series that's gone on from the 1960s till now. The thing is, they don't but, keep it canon. You think they really bring in somebody and give them the title 007 without making like how much money is she making from this? I don't know, but look, I don't think it's really important because none of the James Bond movies keep in continuity. Like whenever like like Daniel Craig doesn't reference shit that like Pierce Brosnan did, like he doesn't go. No, he doesn't... no, you're, you're you're correct about that, but yeah. you're also a little like like the story itself does interlap. interlap. Yeah, it, it intertwines a little it's, bit. It's it's 007 story of his his confrontation with Spectre, the evil organization. I don't know. So, yeah, plus that one with that one guy. The guy with the cat, uh, yeah. Blowfield, is in like four James Bond movies. Is he? But are are, are those four Bond? Because I haven't seen a lot of the original ones. I saw some of the. the no, Connery he's in ones. one of the newer ones. He's in one of the newer ones. He was in a uh, played by uh, he was in Spectre. Spectre, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 
and then I think he's also he might be in the one coming out. I don't know, but and then he was in he was in a few of them from Spectre like the seventies. I like I noticed that they repeat certain like they have characters and whatnot, but I'm I'm saying I don't know if they reference the actual events from prior films. Like uh, I don't they don't necessarily, but the but the events in prior films do sort of like influence. Yeah, because yeah. Skyfall is the one that came the closest to like interlooping some of those movies. Because remember, he has the Aston Martin, he, the original car. And he's like, yeah, oh, I haven't yeah. driven this in a while. So it, I, so either it leads you to believe that at one point he drove that car, or at one point, like Sean Connery. Well, like, I mean, you don't. He doesn't get that car until like the third or fourth movie, and then he also his gun, the Walter PPK. He gets that one in the second or third movie. Like I don't know. You get to like see him get his stuff and like. Damn, dude, you have been watching James Bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, I didn't even yeah, know it was a Walter PPK. Uh, okay, or whatnot. I thought he just used whatever gun like was around. I didn't. Come on, you knew what it was called. You played Goldeneye. I didn't. I didn't know it was called that. Your knowledge of James Bond far exceeds, far exceeds mine. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. That's very I just knew about the Aston Martin and Shaken and Not Stirred. Like, that's, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's There's it. even an encounter. The last one I saw where the guy intentionally, they like, the Spectre guy took him captive. And when he was meeting him, he gave him a martini and he intentionally stirred it instead of shaking. Oh, what a fucking dickhead. What an asshole! That dude did not watch enough Cheers. But listen, dude, I I don't know how to feel <laughs> fuck about about fucking James Bond. What do you mean he didn't watch enough? No, 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 no. Okay, all right, what? No, I was just like, I don't know how I feel about Daniel Craig's James Bond because, like, I fucking I love. What do you mean you don't know how you feel? I think he did a good job. I no, like I love like yeah. I love Daniel Craig's James Bond. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like he's very different from the last couple. Um, he is very actors. much different, but I think he's he more was grotesque. The man to sort of like turn the page into this because here's what I expect. Yeah, I expect that the next James Bond, if they're if they are, I thought this was going to be the end of the story. I thought they were going to defeat. No, Spectre. it's just the end of Daniel Craig's. That's it. Uh, in this next movie. Okay. But um, but maybe they do continue it on. I expect that those continued on versions, just like everything else, are not going to be written by the original creator or have anything to do with the original creator's story. They're going to be something new created by our age generation people. Oh, of course. No, dude, they're going to milk that. They're going to milk that franchise. So politically correct and everything, and they have to like, you know, they have to have a certain amount of like female characters and Asian characters and, and just <laughs> to every be honest, other though, type of character you can think of. The 007 franchise is really the only thing MGM has left. Because what else is MGM making? Yeah, they focus on that shit so much that they, they don't make a good show. Can I ask you a question, Joseph? Yeah, what's up? Who's your favorite James Bond? Who's my favorite James Bond? Oh, uh, I could go with the obvious answers. I could say Connery. Cause I just like. I have to go with Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery, man, the OG. I have to go with Sean Connery just because. Dude, he's so funny. He is the king of one-liners, man. Well, okay, James, <laughs> James Bond is a misogynistic piece of shit. Dude, in the movie, 
Sean Connery is a misogynistic piece Let of shit in real life. <laughs> exactly. James Bond has a secret go-to move that only Sean Connery ever used. They stopped using it when they switched over to um, uh, Roger Moore. Roger Moore, thank you. Um, Sean Connery would, anytime he was in a pinch, he would use his lady friend as a shield. <laughs> and it was, it was always my favorite because that's like the biggest difference between you know what a fucking dickhead oh, I never realized he did that really he used his like femme fatale as like oh, a fucking shield so many times like, <laughs> I'm only on like the fifth movie hey, wait he still fucked him afterwards yeah, usually. Yeah, oh. that's how slob and misogynistic he is. Dude, and also, every time he knows a woman trying to seduce him is a trap, he just does it anyways. Oh. <laughs> because he's like, I'll just figure it out. I'll fucking figure it like, out. That's his attitude every time. Dude, it's been years since I've seen Sean Connery's version. I, I The only ones I really like have seen lately are obviously Daniel, Daniel Craig's and then Pierce Brosnan. You can get over the insanely corny directing style and the super bad effects because it's from the 1960s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the jetpack If you can get past that stuff, it's truly like, it is, it's like watching, I don't know. You know, some of the James Bonds are not good, though. Roger yeah, Moore. Like, Roger Moore's good. Moonraker, where he goes to the moon. I think that's the one that I have to watch next. I'm watching them all, so. Have you seen the Timothy Dalton ones? Uh, I think I think he was the one in Moonraker, I think. He did two Maybe. of them, and then he was out. I remember. Oh, he only did two? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know who it is. To be yeah. fair, Timothy Maybe Dalton. I'm still in the Connery movies. I have, like, two Connerys left, and then I'm in I thought I thought Timothy Dalton didn't do too terrible. I don't know because he he was out. But to be fair, Timothy Dalton's like usually typecast as like a villain, not really you know the James Bond type. I guess that's why. Probably, you know. But like when I was a kid, I couldn't tell Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan apart, and I'm still ashamed about that. And (laughs) but. Pierce Brosnan was definitely way better, but his his movies were really '90s camp. If we got to be honest, really similar, but Timothy Dalton has like villain eyebrows. His eyebrows are very like Timothy Dalton's eyebrows kind of look like Avery's eyebrows. Do you remember that that yeah, movie? I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, it looks like a cartoon character. What? I don't remember which uh, Pierce Brosnan movie it was, but do you remember the one where he was like surfing on like a on like a fucking tsunami wave? Or whatever it was like uh do you know what i'm talking about wait repeat it he was like surfing on like a tsunami wave or something in like the arctic or whatnot i don't know if anybody remembers that scene (laughs) (laughs) it's a james bond it's a pierce brosnan james bond film oh 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 oh, um um it's not Tomorrow never dies. It's oh, it's Die Another Day. He's not surfing yeah. on a tsunami yeah, yeah. wave. He's driving a car. No, no, he's not. Crazy. I just looked it up. Yes, it is. says Die Another Day, Tsunami Surfing, 2002. Oh. 
I just fucking found. I'll send it to you too, just so that you can fucking watch how hilarious. No, he does some ridiculous shit in that movie. There's a scene where he, the eighties were the worst time gone. It's like it was 2002. What you talking about? There's a scene. There's a scene where he chases a plane on a motorcycle, and he leaps off the motorcycle off a cliff, climbs into the plane, and pilots it. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. I got. Did you get the link? I sent it to you on on text message. Oh, dude, it's fucking, it's fantastic. It's honestly one of my favorite James Bond scenes. <laughs> the James, if I gotta, the, the the worst James Bond scene for me in re, in retrospect is the one from Skyfall where they they uh, blow up the Aston Martin. That's probably the scene that hurt me the fucking most. Wait, we're watching it. Sorry. No, go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> oh, I forgot there's like a giant laser beam chasing him. Yeah, yeah. There's Isn't it like a satellite or something? Oh my God. Yeah, he's, he's got a satellite that like, and that guy used to be, <laughs> that guy used to be a Korean guy, but now he's like a white man for some reason. Isn't it hilarious that this that? is in 2002? And then immediately after this, we got Casino Royale. You haven't seen this one? This one is actually one of the best ones. What? Yeah. I have trouble believing that. Well, he's going to see it eventually. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it eventually. It's really good. It's just got some ridiculous shit going on. <laughs> Dude, Die Another Day is fucking... It's like the Looney Tunes back in action yeah, of James Bond. Movie. I just spoiled the movie for you a little bit because okay. I forgot. <laughs> we're like, what? It's like we're watching the whole film. <laughs> No, you're fine. What is the part where he's surfing, Jason? Yeah, like, How far into it are you? I think it's, I think it's coming. Oh, uh, we're like, the cliff is collapsing. Okay, he starts surfing at like a minute and 40. Okay. Oh, I see a wave forming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a tsunami without the Asian victim. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> oh. He's like Paris surfing it. Yeah, he's Paris. You know surfing. what? I'm pretty sure this is the same movie that he hops into the plane at. <laughs> is it? I think it might be. <laughs> and he fights the North Korean guy on the tank while it's driving towards a cliff. Pierce Brosnan might be more badass than than uh, Daniel Craig. <laughs> he might. The effects just... in this movie are phenomenal. <laughs> sure. They're perfect for the year they came out. I always feel like I'm mispronouncing his last name. Chris Brosnan? Yeah. I don't know why. Every time I say his last name, I always feel like I fucked it up. Brosnan? Brosnan? Brosnan. Brosnan? Brosnan or Brosnan? You're saying it so quick, Joseph. Brosnan. Yeah, because I'm afraid I'm saying it incorrectly. I don't want people to hear it. Brosnan? 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 I guess I am. Brosnan? No, Brosnan. How? How? Are you guys having this much trouble with Okay, it? I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to it eventually. Dude, we should just have dickheads play James Bond from now on. Like, we should have, like, Mel Gibson, Chevy Chase. <laughs> like, everybody. Anybody who's known... Uh, who, who's another dickhead in Hollywood that could play uh, James Bond? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. I don't really like that guy. He's James Bond. He's, I, not, 
He doesn't yeah, evoke yeah, that energy, though. I'd like to see Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney? Uh, yeah, but Paul McCartney's like 75 years old. I know, but yeah. Well, Can you imagine like Mel Paul Gibson McCartney and Chevy and Chase? Like Antarctic Tsunami? No, no, I can't. <laughs> He's got to do like crazy shit like that. That's how they keep it going. I was thinking more classic. More regular spy stuff. Yeah, he was a little bit more of a regular spy in the beginning, wasn't it? You know what's something... Now that you mentioned the whole spy thing, I was actually talking to a friend about the Batman movies and how he never actually does any detective work. Ever. (laughs) Like in any of the movies. I've never... he's He's the world's greatest detective. I've never seen him detect a singular fucking thing in any of his movies. There are times where he does like... He'll get something analyzed or something. Like, one, like once in yeah, a while. For the most part, he just shows he knows where they're going to be. <laughs> I'm one step ahead of you. Like, I don't I don't get the whole, you know. Device. Yeah. Like, he knows where the villains are at all times. He's just putting on a show for the audience. I'm like, when does he ever do any, like, even in the Dark Knight movies, like, when does he do any detective work besides, like, beating That's the shit out of the I, Joker? I didn't know what other movie you were talking about. That's what I was talking about. No, I mean, you're right. No, because in the Dark Knight, he doesn't do any real detective work. He interrogates the Joker and beats the shit out of him. That's about it. Did you see, did you ever see that Batman movie, the really <laughs> old one? Which, which one? The Adam West ones or the Michael Keaton one from the 89? The carrying around the big bomb. Oh, that's that's the Adam West one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite movie of all time. I love that one. That's the best. The bomb, the bomb, seriously, he's carrying it around for like 25 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's not on purpose, though. That's the fucking joke. It's so fucking good. I love it. Every time he's like going to go dump it, like there's something that stops him. There's like baby ducks or something. Remember? I remember he goes to put it in a baby carriage for some reason, and then he's surprised when there's a baby in there. He's like, what, there's a baby in this baby carriage? What is he, where does he end up dumping it again? The ocean? Yeah. Where he should have fucking yeah. dumped it in the first place. Do you remember the shark? Do you remember the rubber shark that like attacks him and then he uses the shark repellent? That's the only part about that movie I remember. Because it was so ridiculous. Actually, I remember when was she in that movie? Who was, was in that movie? movie? Or maybe that was in the, the, the one the, different one. But yeah, because there were like three. Weren't they? Yeah, there was something like that. Well, I had them all on VHS. I Adam West only had one like like theatrical film, and then he had the TV show. You know, the TV shows were like most of the shit went down. We had a Cuban Joker, by the way. That's fucking phenomenal. But. uh... I don't my, mainly like everything in that fucking series is just silly shit going on. You swear, Joseph, you have to back up because sometimes you'll say some ridiculous shit. Well, you'll I just say something high. totally no, 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 totally out of left field, and then you'll move on. Like everybody's like, "Yeah, Cuban Joker, okay, cool." Caesar what Romero. Do you mean, Cuban Joker? Caesar Romero, who played the Joker in the Adam West series, he was Cuban. I imagine Cuban. that that is actually like the Joker's real name. That makes you so much more interesting. He's... But was the Joker like drawn as a Cuban? No, he was. Uh, no, Cesar Romero is actually Cuban, and he refused to like shave his mustache when he played the Joker. So like, if you actually watch it, you'll see the mustache covered by white makeup. 
<laughs> That's the greatest demand I've ever heard. It's actually you. The Joker has a mustache throughout the entire Adam West TV show and the movie, but you can't. Like he like he auditioned for the part. Yeah. He auditioned for the part. He showed up to shave his mustache, and he's like, "No, no, no! What are you doing?" <laughs> he didn't have. I don't think he had an. He didn't have an accent. But like he was related to, he was related to Jose uh, Jose Marti, you know the 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 writer. Hey, uh, who's that famous person you're related to? I'm not related to anybody famous. No, no, no. What's the famous person you're related to? Uh, fucking, I don't know. You tell no, me. No, no, you bitch. Who am I related to? I'm not related to anybody. Guy. The black guy. That is so fucking general. <laughs> I don't... Guy, you were like, oh, I'm related to this Chris guy. Chris Tucker? My, my, no, no, no. My step-aunt's ex-boyfriend. And, yeah, and Joseph was like, oh, I'm related to this guy. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. I, I don't. That fucking I don't know who you're talking about. I'm 100% oh, serious. Maybe that was Patrick that said that. This kid in my elementary school, his great, great uncle... Was Jesse James? <laughs> <laughs> was who? Yeah, Jesse James. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't hear Jesse James. That's why. Yeah. That's I fucking. I mean, they're cool. Lost to be uh, right there. We yeah, Jesse James. one of our road trips, didn't we? I think so. I thought that was. Maybe it's around here. I thought that was Billy the Kid. I thought we passed where he died. I don't know. I we know passed... I passed a cave with somebody like Jesse. Uh, we passed a little house on the prairie house. Just... It's not very special. No. So, do you remember that, Jacob, when we went by the little house on the prairie house? Little house on the prairie house? Yeah, when we were in Kansas. It was a really special moment to me, so it kind of hurts that you don't remember it. <laughs> we were going to Montana. Yeah. We were driving, okay. and we went, that's the little house on the prairie house, and we never spoke about it. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I, I can totally picture it. We had, we had uh, burgers, wait, wait, no, I do remember it. We had burgers, there was a Winnebago to our left, okay, and we had burgers later that day in some small town in Kansas, okay, boxed in the burger place, it destroys me, you don't remember. No, no, I, I actually, I do remember it. Right. There's a little barbed wire fence by the road. It yeah. Was kind of, like, kind of yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna sign for the little house in the prairie house. It's bigger than the actual little house in the prairie house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the sign says "little house on the prairie house," right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, house, yeah, yeah. the little house is actually a very little house. Yeah. 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 Ah. Fargo, North Dakota. Legendary. <laughs> sure. Call it that if you like. That's what the North Dakota sign. You don't remember that either? What? That's what the North Dakota sign said when you entered. Legendary? It said North Dakota. Legendary. I never remember. <laughs> oh my god. Do you remember so much from the North Dakota? I actually don't remember the question. I just, yes. I don't know. That's the only time where we're wearing into like a drug haze. 
so I was trying to cherish it. Okay. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I remember nothing from our first trip to Washington. It does make you feel. I remember getting. I remember getting there, and I don't even remember getting on the plane because I was so high on pot cookies. I remember that mine didn't work. Yeah, mine did. <laughs> so. Oh, that's fantastic, guys. Yeah. <laughs> did you, Bubba? Did you tell Jacob the idea we had for his uh, for the political debates on the podcast? Yeah, with him and Michael. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna dress you up yeah. in suits and ties. Okay. Do you want to hear a funny story, Joseph? Yes, of course. When don't I? Okay. So I was talking to Michael the other like two weeks ago. Okay. And I was asking if I could go to the casino with him. Uh huh. Right. And he was like, yeah, sure. Do you know why Ronald Reagan is the best president of all time? <laughs> is what he said to me. Okay. So he was instantly pushing a political agenda down my throat. Right? Yeah. So then I come down here to look at the, uh, the beautiful house here with Jacob. I walk in the door and he starts spouting political stuff, instantly pushing a political agenda down my throat. It was pretty instant. It was within the first 10 minutes. So, so both of them are politically charged and ready to go, <laughs> is my point. Because both of what they had to say were two completely separate things. All right, so then fucking get them, get them on the show. <laughs> but interior decorator and you got here. Yeah, but there was a little political. T- I tried to avoid it because I, I just had to hear something from Michael about why Ronald Reagan was the best president of all time. Unprompted. Do yeah. um, you remember when you and Michael argued for four hours about socialism and fascism? No, he doesn't remember. Not definitely what happened, but I just... It happened because me and Lily took a nap in the middle of it. <laughs> I got gotta... woke up and it still happened. What? I gotta give them credit though. At least they're arguing about shit that's important. Because do you remember that time that you, me, and Patrick were in your car and we argued <laughs> about the Incredibles? I'm sorry, I can't take credit. I can't take that. No, because it gets ridiculous. It, gets ridiculous. <laughs> it starts out. <laughs> it starts off with good intentions, but it 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 lands somewhere horrible. I mean, like, because you Chase, do you remember that that entire debate we had about the Incredibles? In your car, for like an hour. Ooh, that's a that's a debate I can get into with Chase. Because Chase no, hates the Incredibles. Wait, wait, wait! Because me and Jacob have had the same debate. Okay. Because Jacob, you like the Incredibles, right? I do. I do. Because I know we've talked about this before. I know. I know. I know. And <laughs> Joseph knows my stance on why the Incredibles <laughs> is a terrible movie. Teaches no lesson and is harmful to children. I can't really hear Jacob, by the way. If you can get the mic in between both of you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just telling Jason it's wrong. Oh, it's. Oh, but he said it was a valid point. He said valid point somewhere in there. Nobody so, really heard that, did they? So, but I'm he did. Say, I'm, I'm gonna say. I still that. like The Incredibles, man. You know. I don't think movies have to. I don't have. I don't think movies inherently have to spread any kind of. Oh, message. Yeah, not everything that's good has to like necessarily serve as delivery device for some 
moral. But yeah. it did. I agree with that, but it did in this case. How so? How did it put itself in that position? Well, it just it did. It taught an awful message. No. Yeah. What do you do? You think yeah. it was trying to teach a message from the get go? Racist cartoon is that you're just making a cartoon, but it happens to be racist. Is that delivering a bad message? Yeah, but you're still just making a cartoon. What about the fucking Incredibles? I didn't say they were racist. They said a bad message. I'm sorry. No, that's an awful message. Anyone can be special. That's not the message I think that it was trying to, to tell people. Though. No, it wasn't. It was saying only if you're born special can you be special. But I say anyone can but be special. But I don't think that's what it's trying to say either. In <laughs> Intrinsically. What? I don't think that's what it's trying to say either. I think it's just a movie about a family like teaming up. It has nothing to do with like, oh, if you're born special, you, you that's the only way you could ever be special. It's like no, that's not that's not what it's trying to say. It's just a campy movie about a family with superpowers. Yeah, if you're a superhero, you have to have superpowers. Not that you can't be special if you're a normal person. Just that you can't be a superhero, or you shouldn't be for your own safety. That's a terrible message. Do whatever you want. Save people if you want. That kid would have saved so many people. Okay? He still could have. He made the technology, but he decided... He made the technology, but he used it for evil because Mr. Incredible shot him down and ruined his life the end. But isn't that the message right there, then? The message of the movie is the message you perceive. Do you, do you not realize you that Mr. Of the movie is that Mr. Incredible... But do you not realize... No, but do you not realize that Mr. Incredible had growth? That he, he developed throughout the movie. From the Incredibles is still the message you got from the movie. Like, so do you not like value the the outlook, the opinion it gave you, the movie? Yeah, you you're doing oh, some. Oh, no, 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 oh, you're doing. Oh, you're doing oh, something. We need a national chat. Yeah. Okay, they sent a bad message. No, 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 but it was trying to send a positive message. I just saw through their thin veneer of bullshit. Could that, that not have been their message, though? Like, you know? Like, look, no, you're talking to some Wait, Chase, Chase, Chase listen. Like you're... Chase, your example... They really do kind of paint him as, like, justified before he decides to destroy a city. Yeah, but then he destroys the city and he's an asshole and Mr. Incredible stops him and hooray for the Incredible. Yeah, right? but all I'm saying is, is up until that point, they really don't paint him out as, like, the worst guy. Like, they, 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 they but give he, his stories to him, you know? Like, yeah, but then they crush him because he just wanted to be a special person. What were you saying? <laughs> no, I was trying to say that your, your, your example earlier doesn't really make much sense anyways that Mr. Incredible is a horrible person. Because of what he did to Buddy, or whatever I mean, his name is. Because no, I I agree yeah, with. I agree. Listen, you fucktards! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Listen, listen, listen. Do you have a kid cousin or a child? You know. You okay, did not let me finish my fucking. We're point. gonna call Patrick right now. We're gonna call his four-year-old nephew or three or whatever he is. We're gonna tell him to give up on every. Can you fucking? Can you so, fucking no. listen? And let's see what kind of person that makes. Can you fucking listen? 
He yeah. started off as a dickhead in the beginning of the movie when he was younger and he was being pretentious. The whole point of the film is showing him as his growth, his downfall, how he, he fucking hated his life, how it was miserable, and how he was having a midlife crisis basically every fucking day, and how he grew out of that, essentially. How he, the whole point is to show you the development of that character. He's not the same dickhead. have a different message that they send to you. What's that? But the overarching that is the beauty the of the movie. overarching mm-hmm. message is you have to be born special, or special people will crush you. Mister Incredible <laughs> is not the same person he was at the beginning of the movie towards and, the end. And I agree with that, but he still crushed the kid who wasn't born special. So I hear your well, point. Then it's, it's him dealing with his mistake. It's him dealing with his his error. The movie shows you that he fucked up at the beginning. The movie does not lie to you and tell you that what he did was good. The movie's telling you that he fucked up. Fucked up. So the movie should have ended with that guy destroying Mr. Incredible. (laughs) That's not how fucking movies work. If that was the movie, honestly, it might be one of my favorite films of all time. Oh, but it wasn't. You just like villains winning. Remember when you complained that Thanos only win for one movie? (laughs) <laughs> That's yeah. He should have. I think Endgame. Are... To be honest, the Mister Incredible didn't defeat him. He got stuck in the turbine. It was all froze up. Like he oh, technically yeah. kind of almost all the way. But well, you think about it, he kind of just fucked up because he wanted to be an asshole. Like if he would have just left, he could have devised a whole new thing. Yeah, but he was only an asshole because Mister Incredible destroyed his dreams. What kind of message is that teaching? And Joseph, you're right. I wanted Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I just wanted that to be Thanos farming. Dude, you gotta. You gotta admit, Hollywood is actually like giving a shit about writing proper villains now. You know, like they've at least in the past twenty years they have. The thing is, is like. I didn't even want to see Endgame by the time it arrived because I was so there was so much buildup and I was like I already like I know how it's gonna end. Yeah, and it ended exactly that way. That's what I'm saying. Like like they gotta, and like even though I'm sure there was a, a curveball or two that you weren't expecting, but I expect there to be those. Yeah. So at the same time, like <laughs> it was still waiting exactly how Jacob I. Jacob is it. always playing three dimensional chess. <laughs> Dude, it's just, look, like, I, I agree with you. I think Endgame was extremely fucking predictable. And I think that out of yeah, those two films... And, like, we're still going to sit here and talk with you about how it It should have been Thanos farming for 90 minutes straight, <laughs> teaching us how to plant crops and blah, blah, blah. And then it should have just slowly faded to credits. I would have been okay with that. I like Thanos winning, dude. He was he he was OP. He fucking earned it. He deserved that. I've been in support of his thing ever since I realized what they were fighting against. I like his thing. I don't like the other people. (laughs) (laughs) I liked him more. To be fair, like like normal Iron Man. To be fair, Infinity War, like I liked. Remember when Thanos murdered his daughter? And yeah. then he didn't give a single fuck. He was just like, that's what I did. No, he cried. He stood by every decision. He killed half of the Earth's population. And then he became a part of the universe's population. 
then he became a farmer. That career trajectory is the greatest of all time. The, the killing of his daughter, though, was like the hardest thing for him in that entire movie. Hollywood had to ruin it. I liked because it. Because the good guys always have to win. I, I just liked him being a, a dickhead throughout the movie. I thought, like, I actually liked him. He was the main character. He had the most screen time. You know? I like that he was so certain about everything. Well, that's yeah. the point. That's like, why I saw, like, like killing his like daughter. Everyone else on the fucking Avengers was going through their own personal bullshit, and they were making it everybody else's problems, and it was literally affecting their ability to do their fucking job and save the world, which I get that they fucking did it, so, but they did it because convenient. Yeah. But, you know. But, man, I, mean, that's, I just, that's why I like Dan the character. Like, straight arrow. Purpose he, he, and 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 uh, and he did it. He had a purpose and he, he had drive. He set himself to a goal. He put out an idea for it, and he set himself. And he crushed it. it, dude. Like no, and the thing, the the thing is, like I like it. I like the way he was written, especially because right before he kills his daughter, like he's showing hesitation, and it's like the first time you ever see this dude show any semblance of like hesitation or like doubt in his plan. I, I, I don't. I, I'm just happy he won the yeah. end, end game in the end of the, the window. Uh, Infinity War. The one before Infinity end game. War. Yeah, thank you. He won, and then mm-hmm. end game. They like travel back in time. They get all the guys together. It's like, <laughs> hey, everybody's safe and alive. Let's kill this guy. Brain travels. But hey, that that retired. Yeah, Bullshit. That retired the fucking. <laughs> so, I hate it. I I love what time travel like opens up in possibilities and stuff like that for sci-fi. But honestly, it should be banned from superheroes. I just like, think I, I just think super I just think time travel in general is just a, a really like convenient plot device for any any movie that's not centered I, when, around it. There are times where it can be like it can be manipulated and used to like really like you know give the audience like a mind fuck. Kinda. Well, it's just but, it's just the the writers like lazy, you know. It's their it's their only way to uh, to write in something that they're having trouble like getting through. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It's like I was talking to Chase the other day because I, I kind of like to write, and I was talking about you know opening with the ending of a story and then like you know cutting back to the beginning. It's kind of like a cheat way to start a book and like you know like you don't have to write a hook or anything. Right. The hook is your ending. I like non-linear storytelling, but I like it when it's told, you know, in some kind of abstract way, like in Memento or some shit, you know, where, like, the story's in different pieces, but time travel's not involved. It's just, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. it could be like somebody has amnesia and they're remembering their life in parts, shit like that, you know. Like, that's fine, but I time travel just feels like such a scapegoat for any writer. It's a cheat. It's a cheat to bring, it's a cheat to do for everyone to go, everybody's dead. And then the next movie, they're like, oh, well, time travel actually has existed this whole time. The only, the only series that's. And everything. That dude just take those, all those Avenger motherfuckers, and why don't they just fast forward through time to every major fucking Earth challenging event and solve them all, and there will never be another Avenger movie because all the problems on Earth (laughs) is ever going to have been solved ahead of the time. Before we get there, by the Avengers. When Robert Downey Jr. died, I went to go see the movie with... Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I went to go see the movie with Kevin ba- with Kevin, Kevin Bastick. Yeah. And when he died, I went really loud. I went over it. <laughs> <laughs> and I could feel the whole theater look at me with hate. 
when that they were over, I shuffled out of the movie theater so fast. <laughs> they were gonna fucking jump you, dude. Yeah. It was. I don't. You know. I. I don't know, man. I just feel the only series that ever really got time travel like right for me is Back to the Future, but that's because the fucking story centered around that. That's fine, you know. If your story. I'll give you that those movies are really good. Like, I'm not not. You sounded really like, hesitant I'm about that. Yeah, you, know, you sound hesitant. <laughs> I'm a fan of them, but I really I don't want to give them too much credit on their use of time travel because it was a little long. Well, I just but, mean in like the first and second films, they're entertaining. Like the logistics behind it are definitely but questionable. Yes, but yes, yeah, like but, I agree. Like for like, the time, they did well. It's not even that. It's just like if a movie, even if a movie's doing something dumb, as long as it's entertaining, isn't that what's important? You know, like Bill and Ted are stupid movies. I can totally agree with that. Actually, that yeah. is the greatest time travel movie of all time. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Did you see the trailer for the oh. third one? <laughs> there, are they making a new one? Yeah. Did yeah. you see the trailer for it? They released the trailer. Yeah. It was fucking. Face the music. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got both the original guys. Yeah, they got the death back back as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude, I love Bill and Ted. That's the only proper time travel movie. You're right, Chase. That's the (laughs) that's the only one that counts. Endgame is what I'm saying. I'm excited for everyone who liked Endgame, which is like 99% of the population. Which is so dumb. You can can all dunk your heads in vats of acid. It was just really cathartic. I'm like smarter than the average person. But then you say something like that, like 90 something, like so many people lost their fucking shit over it. I'm like, really? You didn't see that coming? Like, I, I don't think the the payoff to people is because of that. <laughs> so many people just tuned out of this podcast. I don't think They're it's like, that. I think people were. <laughs> I just think people were excited about. I have a Tony Stark tattoo on my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I just think people were excited to like see uh, a conclusion, even though it was like all fucking predictable. I don't know, dude. I have been so let down by movies. TV shows and video games and like every form of entertainment in the last like <laughs> solid that's five a, years. Sounds like a personal <laughs> problem. Holy shit! Like there's been like a couple things that come out that you know obviously like I like, but like like man they fucking they ruined Game of Thrones with that last. Well, season. I thought it was good. But yeah, you you keep okay, the fun. Okay, I've actually been talking to Kevin and Michael because I watched every. It's the only season I did this with. Every other season I watched it. Ridiculous amount of time. With, with the last season, I only watched each episode one time, and I haven't watched any Game of Thrones since. <laughs> so, I actually, I was talking to Kevin and Michael. I've been slowly convincing them, and they're already convinced that, like, at some point, they're like, they've already realized, like, all right, at some point, we we'll do it. But rewatch the eighth season. But rewatch the eighth season. I I I. I will rewatch it with you because you've seen it, right? Yeah. And point out to you why it's a good season. No, I don't want you to like sit there and try and like. I'm not gonna try and convince I you. I want. It. I want to show you my. I want to rewatch it with a little bit less of it because when it came out, I obviously I already had my. I'd, I'd expressed to you yeah. and everyone else like I didn't have high hopes for it. Okay. So I went into it with a negative mindset, probably just overly critical. Sure. I need to give it a, an objective. Second viewing. Because I, look, I know the actors who acted it didn't like the ending very much, which is fine. Yeah. Okay, that's not great. But I thought 
it was actually very good. So, dude, I, I I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like the the uh, the sex scene between what's his face and the blue. I can't even remember the character's name. It's been so fucking long. This is the girl who killed the Night King. Spoiler alert. Um. Nobody's Yeah, you don't know yet. Joseph, you don't even watch Game of Thrones, and you knew that, right? What's that? I know the actual actress's name, but I don't know the character's name, which is a really rare occurrence. What's what's that? Yeah, Arya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew that Arya killed the Night King, right? Who killed the Night King? Spoiler spoiler alert. All right, you knew the Night King died, right? Because yeah, Arya stabbed her or stabbed him. Yeah. Yeah. But Joseph's never seen Game of Thrones in his life. Yeah, I think everyone does. Yeah, I know. I I, to be fair, remember when I showed you that video on why season eight was weak? Uh, yeah, and it was a dumb video, and everything you've ever showed me ever since has been dumb because I've still been upset at you about that. Have you? <laughs> no, I'm that's because if you are, then I'm going to show it to you over and over again until you agree. I'm just going to lobotomize well, I, you. No, I still, don't, I still think it was like I still think it was a good season. Yeah. You're not going to change my mind on that. That's unfortunate. I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, thanks, dude. Um, <laughs> so, what do you guys yeah. think of the, the cool. PlayStation 5, by the way? Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that <laughs> shit. I, I, just, I hate it, because now that, like, video games, like, blew up in our, like, lifetime, and, like, I like video games, you know? I don't, I don't like, let them consume all my time, but I like to sit down and play some video games. To, to relax, and, and, and now I'm going to have to buy the new console because they're just going to stop making games for this console that I've been, like, how long have I had this bitch, Jason? Well, <laughs> like, can I you question. see that, Joseph? What's that? Can you see that? See like, what? That Xbox. My Xbox. No, there's nothing on my screen. There's nothing on your screen. It's just the letter C. Oh, there we go. Uh, can you see that? Yeah. That, Holy that fuck. Is, that is my Xbox. That's an Xbox. Why is the front is, removed? I was 14 years old. It broke off. I dropped it, and it broke off. Oh, yeah. shit. Um, it, looks like, it looks like a bunch of circuits right now. Yeah. Nice. But since I think I was 14, I'm 22. <laughs> um, pretty long time. And now I have to buy this newer version of it which isn't any different. It's just a dumber shape and has a bigger hard No, no, it has it has differences in terms of graphical abilities. Also the speed at which it could actually calculate all of that. Well, here's, here's the catch about graphic differences is graphic differences only apply to, to, to your TV. If I have this, the TV I have is an old Vizio. Like it's not gonna make a difference because my, my graphic my settings are it's from like it's from when I'm it's older than the goddamn Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I guess to an extent you're right. Uh, I would say like, so like unless you have like a 4K TV, you're not gonna get 4K fucking graphics. So right. don't tell me it's a console upgrade. That's, still... a, that's a TV. That's a setup thing. Even my Xbox One, I can buy uh, uh, HDMI cords that enhance or whatever 
I'm yeah, the ones that have like uh, Xbox 360. Huh? I'm still using an Xbox 360. Yeah, I, I actually, I would, I, I would still use my I think console I hardware is outdated, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I like using it. Don't get me wrong. You know, the home media system, I don't think, is going to go away for a while. But I like I, I just think it's outdated because a lot of people, if they really want to, people that are really into gaming, they can just make a PC that is double the strength of anything that you can I've buy. Been, I have been thinking of converting to PC because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Uh, everything is on PC. Mm-hmm. Like almost everything. There, are, there are some things that are, that are PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah. But, but really, other than that, everything's on PC. And honestly, like, I'm not saying it's impossible or or doable. I'm not really sure, but I think you could straight up just like use the software that Sony uses to read their PlayStation discs, put it in a PC, and run it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's I'm entirely not sure. possible. I'm not sure how that stuff works or, yeah. or anything, but, like, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure I, about I think, that either. I think that, I think that a, some PC company needs, they just need to suck it up and, and <laughs> like, it's literally like a 50-50 share right now between Xbox and PlayStation on the video game market. Like, Nintendo's a thing, but they kind of they kind of run their own separate, like, side. Yeah, they do their own thing. They don't wait or yeah, like, yeah. compete. Xbox and PlayStation are like the two consoles, really. Mm-hmm. And I think they just need to fucking suck it up and just sell games. Make one console that's like a console. Well, Steam tried to do that with the, the Steam box, right? You know, they made the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it was fucking expensive as shit. Expensive and it's just like... Well, imagine you're spending $500 on like a home console. I don't enjoy PC as much as I enjoy a console. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I like playing on my TV mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't like using a mouse and a pad all the time. Like, I have computer games that I like mm-hmm. to play. I don't know. I mean, I like, I don't... I, I gotta be honest, I do prefer the console experience too. But that's what I mean, but I just... I like the console setup. Right. And to be fair, for some people, buying a console is more affordable than, you know, building a brand new gaming PC, which in total can cost you more. But, you know, so like, it, you could settle for mediocre hardware, but at least it's affordable, you get me? So, so you know, it just depends on what people prefer. I obviously prefer, you know, sitting in front of my living room with a PlayStation remote or an Xbox remote, either or. I, this is, it just feels natural at this point. I just think like I think I think the money in gaming and, and like for companies comes from the games. Like, just create one console. Like, just suck it the fuck up. Or at least enable crossplay. I think you know, like, I at least enable crossplay. Like, because Xbox, Microsoft already said they were completely down for allowing crossplay between the two consoles on multiplayer. Yeah, games. there's even certain games that, that it is already. Like, yeah, yeah. But like, Sony was the one that was like, I don't want to, we don't want to do that, you know? And then they eventually caved with Fortnite and I forgot what else, Minecraft, I think. Probably because Fortnite just paid them like a billion dollars. Yeah, well, that's why they caved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying is they should just fucking say fuck it. Like, there should be, we shouldn't have to pay them. We're already paying for the games and paying for everything else. Like, like just fucking... Right. Say fuck it. Like it doesn't really matter. We're still gonna like. 
know. Just well, make your game. I think we'll I think crossplay is just going to be standard within the next couple. They, of could, they could just they could just straight up split the 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 the, the cost of every item bought fifty percent. Like every console, fifty goes to Microsoft, fifty goes to Sony. Every game bought fifty goes to Microsoft, fifty goes to Sony. Like they just have a fifty percent stake in each of their own companies. Basically, interesting. I'm not entirely. I don't know about the the financial scope of it. But I know that I don't that's really the most complicated part, though, to be honest. That's what's keeping them behind. That's, but, well, that's, that's why, well, yeah, they want their money to be their money, and they want to make yeah. as much of it as they can. That's the thing. So. Hardly hey, Joseph. Yeah, what's up? Sorry to cut you off. How long are we on this podcast? Uh, an hour and 30 minutes. We're, that's what we're aiming for. We're at an hour and 10 right now. Okay, so we might have to cut it short because my phone's about to die. Oh, is it? Is it completely... At the end here. Well, yes. Right. <laughs> it's at six, but sometimes when it hits five, it just shoots down to zero and goes good night. Rest in peace. All right. No, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So. So I'll just outro. Every final so, thoughts. I'm still getting <laughs> both consoles. That's about it. <laughs> so. Final thoughts, Jacob. Um. Beautiful. My final thoughts are, um, yeah, I don't know either. Well, Shit. thanks for tuning yeah. in to the you 54 like the podcast. To, like, I know I did, but I was trying to get you guys' final thoughts out, so I was like, you know. I'm not Mongolian. Thank you for that announcement. All right, cool. We're going to end that with no context. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening right. to the 54 podcast. We'll catch you around soon. All right. Peace. Jesus Christ, peace.